0: Two first-round picks. They played like canted.
1: I've got a stack of losses, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gary's my dad. He's like Twinkle Toes, isn't he?
2: Well, he was a magic <laughs> day.
0: When Ferrari came on, it just looked like two clowns playing opposite each other.
2: To be fair, if I lost to me, I'd be pretty pissed off.
0: Oh my God! What an idiot I am.
2: Hello and welcome to the Sesh Gremlin Championship Podcast. My name is Andy. You'll know me from the top of the league. And I'm joined by Matt Nelson, manager of Benelsa, the current champion, but languishing in mid-table currently. How are you, Matt? You are right? Not too bad, apart from my um, derriere. Please tell me more. I've not heard about this. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, I took a tumble down the stairs and... One of my cheeks has turned black and I can now do my own version of Ebony and Ivory. With my bum cheeks. Um,
2: I don't want to know what sort of sounds are coming out to produce the, the, the music, but...
0: The greatest of sounds. Wonderful.
2: Uh, we are joined by a guest, an unusual guest, you could say, in that he's not a current member of the league, but he has, he has got a lot of history with the, uh, the championship. He has um, he, is, he has won it. In fact, um, I'm sure he'll be pleased to tell us about that in more detail. Um, but I'd like to welcome to the show Alex Bethway. Hello. What? what? <laughs> 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 like, Classic catchphrase. The, the,
1: uh... <laughs> the horn. <laughs> yeah, that's the my horn. catchphrase. But the. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. uh-uh. um... and
0: everyone's just switched off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: uh, I mean, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, well, it's been, a, it's been a, a few weeks coming, hasn't it? You've, uh, we couldn't get you on the show in between Christmas and New Year, so we had to yeah, it's good it, Yeah, you know, it's it's taken some time. There was I was booked in, then it was cancelled, and um, it's it's yeah. part of 2020, 2022, cancel culture's big. I Appreciate some of the things I said about the podcast. Probably you did say uh, some horrible stuff. Yeah, I did. I, I did, and for uh, real as well. I, I, I didn't say anything oh. horrible about Frio. For
0: um, if, it, if it's what, not positive, excellent. You know, it's 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 got to be go down as negative. Okay, is like, it is negative. It's brown. It's beige.
1: It's beige. It's, it's okay. beige. Yeah. Um, the, I think the thing, like, I'll be really positive about Frio, um, but you know, it was just it was a, a one experience out of three that wasn't at a level that. I anticipated it would be. And I think it came back down more to flavour and consistency. And also the choice of straw that Chan got really pissed me off.
2: Oh. Um,
1: you know the straws you used to get when you go to the, the bowling alleys and you got the ice slushy and it had like the, the straw with the spoon on the end of it? Yeah. yeah. I can't tell you, you how useless those those straws are for a free and You just... A great point there that you just brought up. Bowling alley. I
0: don't know if that was intentional. Maybe. I'm sure, I'm sure there's... <laughs> great you know story. What? I've got a great fact,
2: story about a bowling alley.
0: Yeah, I think you should. I think you should tell the listeners. I'm really oh, intrigued
2: to. Uh... That might be for a bonus episode. Oh, <laughs> if you if you stick <laughs> around, please no, we're
0: not doing if a you bonus. Stick around episode. for episode
2: 46, you might find <laughs> out. Stick around for the end of the podcast, and you will hear my my bowling alley story. <laughs> um,
1: um, but yeah. I could... no, I... You know, there's been a lot of hype around the the Oreo-flavoured one. I don't know if you can use the word Oreo on a podcast and not get in trouble for, for saying... Same... Cookies and cream,
2: thank you. Cookies Zach. and cream, there we go, yeah. Cookies
1: <laughs> and cream. Other, <laughs> other brands of cookies and cream-flavoured things are available. Um, but it just didn't look up the hype that I've been given by the likes of Millward. It just, you know, it didn't yeah. hit the same way that the chocolate mint one did. That one was, that was a phenomenal piece of kit, but this one lacked... And I, I think we talked about it briefly this week. In that, the thing I'm waiting for is a chocolate orange flavor. Yeah, I'm a big believer that chocolate orange is the greatest of flavors, and it's yeah, it's, it's universally universally adored. There's not many people who don't like it. <laughs> There's one right so here. I think it would land well within the community of for real friendships. <laughs> um,
2: so yeah, I, for one. I completely agree. I mean. Nell's uh, anti chocolate orange, but I-, I would love to see that edition. No. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're listening for real.
1: Yeah. Maybe uh, call Nell anti chocolate orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, tag- I tagged everything. Anti
2: Terry's.
0: Anti <laughs> Terry's, yeah. It's all about the Clive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, anti
2: football. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what this podcast is about. Is well, it? apparently, <laughs> we do talk a lot about. Clive and uh, people <laughs> who we've met at petrol stations and things, but fantasy football, yeah. Alex, you you have uh, from where I'm standing, and I am standing, you have a complicated relationship with fantasy football. Can you explain your yeah. h- how you how you experience the game? Yeah, it's a big question that Andy
1: and it needs Thanks, a big babe. answer, it needs a big answer as well. Um, yeah, I think. I think anybody who follows uh you know, reliable media outlets like myself and you know, has lad Bible on their phone, um, probably saw this week that I, I know they spat out my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably saw this week that they put out an article um, about the impact on of uh, fantasy football and your mental health. and yes, saying nice. how damaging it could be. And you know what? It's I when did I come out of the league? Two seasons ago, season and a half ago? Yeah, season half, yeah. So you yeah. went, you went and out of sick. the year
0: with me, and then you came back in, and then you left.
1: Yeah. So I left, first of all, when we had the little one. Um, it was just one of those things where I wanted to put more time into yeah. my family than, than sitting on my phone yeah. on a Saturday, afternoon, <laughs> Saturday morning frantically trying to pick up players. Um, and then I came back for a year, and I didn't really love it. And I came back in the year where COVID had started to impact fixtures and people going off injured or just not being available for picking up. And I think that coupled with the the actual mental health issues that happened because of the pandemic and and realistically I struggled with that a lot. Like I I come from a job where I'm in an office with a lot of people on a daily basis. And there's a lot of, you know, testosterone fueled energy, you know, a lot of shouting and and banter to go to working from essentially my basement on a sofa, working off of the food, the, the poof, um, on my laptop. I was in a low place. It wasn't great. And, you know, I just kind of lost love with everything. Um, other than my wife, obviously, um, (laughs) But what about it, your kids? <laughs> yeah, I uh, know. Yeah, no, he's he's great. But um, I just didn't find I loved football in general. Like the yeah. whole thing was just, you know, Liverpool come back after winning the league and you know weren't living up to the team that they were. There was all those injuries at centre back for Liverpool, and I just all of it just I couldn't be arsed with it. It was just a headache. I got up on a Saturday morning and I'd just be pissed off by Saturday at lunchtime because of the mm. time differences. Um, it's just. It, it wasn't conducive to me being a healthy person, <laughs> like if you can call me a healthy person in general. Like, uh, just angry about everything that happened with fantasy football. I think yeah. it just fueled the the, the the issues I I had around it. So yeah, I decided I had to get out of it. And I think in hindsight, probably probably was a good decision. I think yeah, I'd have I think... Ended up I think i ended up getting booted by about now. In the season, <laughs> if if I'd have continued, because I think I was heading towards a, an actual breakdown. Um, so now that's that's probably where I got to with it. Um, just yeah, I fell out of love with it, mate.
2: No, I think I think we've all dabbled with that, and and you, you know, were at, at, towards the top of the table. You know, I, I've definitely been there when maybe not to the same degree. I don't know, but where if you're not doing well that's the thing isn't it I think that ultimately if you're winning it's the same with any like gambling addiction you know if you're <laughs> yeah. winning there's no problem you know if you, can't, you know in, in a way well but if, yeah. if you're if you know we're, we're facing it at the moment with all the postponements and it's really frustrating it's not as frustrating for me because I'm the run I don't know if you've heard Alex I'm the runaway leader of the <laughs> league so Congratulations. If I was, oh, thanks, mate. It's, it feels really good, actually. Thanks, thanks for congratulating me. Um, but if I was, if I was in seventh, say, and I was tri- trying really hard to do better, and games were getting postponed, I'd be getting, I'd be getting down and and angry at it as well. So. Well, you know, I think it's partly that, but I think what it
1: like, I I hate not being able to give everything one hundred percent. Like, yeah. I'm either I'm, I, I mean, Nell's known me for a long time, but I'm either all in. Or I'm not in at all. And I think the problem I ended up with was I was trying to be all in, but was so distracted by my mental health and the things going on at home and my care was really sick and there was a pandemic going on and it was you know, there was deaths in the family and I fucking drafted Timo Verna first round. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the worst of them so are.
1: I yeah. I was at that I was in that frame of mind of just being like, you know what? If I can't be all in, why be in at all? Um, yeah. it's just the frustration that builds inside you to be like i'm not that guy like that can happily plod around mid table i mean outside of fantasy football like i manage a football team and we've won the league every year and the lads now like <laughs> if we're not winning they'll get an earful um so yeah it's i don't know i think i think a lot of it was mental health i think a lot yeah. of it was not being able to give it everything um but you know, you you found a replacement, and he's been terrible since. So <laughs> doing
2: can,
1: all right, is, actually. Yeah, do, <laughs> doing quite well. It's doing all it? right.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's worth pointing out the the um, research you're referring to on Lad Bible, and it was on the BBC as well. That was actually done um, by a couple of guys in the sort of fan tracks Twitter community. So all oh, right. Um, we'll we'll retweet that. Um, I retweeted it the other day, but yes, yeah, so they, they've done a lot of work into you know, the effects that it has on on people. And I'm sure, yeah, any, anyone that takes it remotely seriously has probably had that. Um, I, I don't, I, I'm not sure our previous guest will have uh, will have had no. that, Julian. But, <laughs> no. but, but, but um, go on now. My, my, oh. <laughs> well, yeah. my, mine was
0: a bit different. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I didn't leave halfway through a season, but my mental health were like, I didn't even know at the time. Like my thoughts were, drive my car into a wall. I don't have to go to work. Whatever that happens, if I die, I die. If I break legs, it's fine. Um, I don't think football actually generally came into it. I just lost love for everything. Everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, it was only after thinking those thoughts for about six months to think, oh shit, something's not quite right here. Um, but yeah, that I mean that the year I took off, we actually superseded the year that I was, or oh, came before, sorry, the year that I won the league when I had, had that breakdown, so I don't actually generally know if, if um, it were a bad thing or a good thing. Because I, I won the league in the year when it was all over the place. Matches were on all the time.
1: Um, <clears> some I... might say you benefited from everybody else not having the greatest seasons. And, like, and therefore, it I, may be I, null avoided.
0: Well, I think because I didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't, I want, I didn't have anything. I want invested, so I probably didn't care as much. And I just put out a team, and obviously my Leeds players were there, and um, I still like watching them. But I used to, I was really anxious about watching Leeds. So I couldn't even sit down. I'd be stood next to the TV, um, I had panic attacks when Leeds were playing, yeah. um, and but. Yeah, I generally think a contributing factor of me winning is that I didn't care whereas yeah. now I care about it and I spend a lot of time tinkering and looking at my team and probably spending far too much time on it um, rather than concentrating on what's going on at home and stuff um, and I, that's probably, I wouldn't say that's why I'm languishing in fourth or I'm going to lose this week because I just think my team's not been up to it and the trades that I've done the players haven't come in and performed Smith been on the bench every game and is, is it my is it, are we talking about me or are we talking about someone else on this podcast? I feel like I'm <laughs> just going off around.
1: on, on my Mate, whatever. It's Luke, I think that's the thing though. Like I think the beauty of what has developed out of this league and the, the the group chat that's come from it is that there's there's a therapy aspect to it as well. Like I took a took what nine months out of the group chat just to try and deal with myself and yeah, yeah, you know, like that was helpful, like um, I tend to have a polar opposite uh, opinion to everybody else in the group chat um, <laughs> <laughs> which, which makes you know, um, thinking about opinion. things uh, difficult because you're in a constant battle with the people that you want to be on side with you know what I mean? If you're the friend in the group that sticks out then it's a frustrating place to be because you constantly feel like your opinions are rejected by the people that you want to be on side with um, and that's not to say that I have controversial opinions to anyone who may be listening. All four of you.
2: Um, well, I mean, you should definitely get a 30. vaccine, though, mate. Come on. You what, mate? You should definitely get a vaccine. I mean, I know you keep, I know you keep posting those uh, those yeah, articles. Leave but. it out. <laughs> I, had,
1: I actually have my booster on uh, on Saturday, and uh, yeah, no side effects from this one. It was great. Um, Happy day. So boosted up. I'm still COVID free as well. Not had it yet. Um,
2: I, I, think I got I mean, it you know, I can't I can't believe I got, I got it
1: yeah yeah um, I'm starting to safe. feel a bit I was, it's funny I was we were looking through the leagues the other week um and I remember I was Robert, Robert Neville FC and I kind of feel like I am Robert Neville in that I've not had COVID and the the ego inside of me believes that maybe in about five years time when everyone's got COVID still they might come to me and say your DNA is too strong for COVID to penetrate <laughs> So what we're gonna do is use your blood and create <laughs> the create the the cure for it all. Um, like the Last of Us. Yeah, yeah Like, well, like um, I Am Legend. Uh, I Am Legend. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's where Robert Neville's from. Uh, Will Smith's character.
2: Is that um, right? Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Know, I never
1: got that reference. Yeah, oh, for for strong, the
2: guy so. who did the
0: film podcast, that was quite slow. But, but I've <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I've, of course, have seen the classic that is I Am Legend. Um, on, on that point, my, my uh, I got COVID at Christmas and my youngest son got it as well. But that's my fine. eldest son and my wife didn't get it, even though we're in the same house, you know, and, and more or less just mingling around. And she, she had a similar thought of of yeah maybe I'm the chosen one <laughs> yeah. you know maybe maybe I'm just immune to this it does put you in girl. a frame of
1: it does give you like a gob feeling when you've <laughs> not had it um, yeah I haven't had I, it yet I, either have you not which is weird cons- considering that I
0: catch literally everything, everything. That, you're the every, only person yeah. I know
1: that had swine flu <laughs> yeah that
0: was, <laughs> yeah that was that was bad wasn't it yeah China I Go and yeah. get my medicine, didn't he? I had to stay in bed with a bell. I used to <laughs> ring it to go and get someone to get me crossed.
1: Oh, there's some good stories of them holes. Right, oh, we need to saying. get back to
2: football, guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> football, sorry, sorry, sorry. Here, <laughs> so you mentioned before about um, Liverpool not doing too well and that that obviously affecting your enjoyment of football. Is, yeah. Are those two things sort of extrinsically, extrinsically linked? Yeah. Is that something that you... If if one's doing well, the other the other one's doing well. If if one's not, the other one's suffering. You know. No, like listen, the year I didn't
1: participate in fantasy football, Liverpool won the league for the first time in thirty years. Um, so the two are definitely not intrinsically linked. Um, I, I I do separate the two out, but I think you've told us a lot on the podcast to the guys about like do you, do you find you've enjoyed football more being yeah. part of the, the league. And I'd say I've not. I think I enjoy football less playing fantasy football. I
0: agree. We agree. Oh, Jesus Um, Christ.
1: I actually find that I care too much about games that I shouldn't care about. And each game becomes as stressful as watching a Liverpool game because each game matters to me. And when every game matters, I just don't enjoy it as much because it's just so stressful. Um, I'll be watching like Palace versus West Ham and I'll have, I don't know, I've never had Thomas Sochak, but I'm thinking of like some centre midfielder who I just need something from. Let's let's pretend it's Jake or
2: something.
1: Yeah, and it's like I I just need like eight and nine points from you, just something consistent, and you'll get like a point two, and you be like, for fuck's sake, mate, like come on, and then you'll get the group chat, and it will be fucking, you'll be playing Dan, and Dan will be like,
2: <laughs>
1: and you'll be like, fuck's sake, of all the people, fucking Dan, um. Not got a problem with Dan, but Jesus Christ! Would you say that he was a rival? No, well, Dan's not like. a rival. Dan just Dan's the irritant to me of the league. Um, this is <laughs> this is definitely Slam da. Ah. Yeah, like I I love Dan as a person. I think he's great. He's a top dog, yeah, but he can't trade. He can't.
2: He is, <laughs> he's done some he's, good business
1: this year. Well, listen, well, it, he, maybe his mistress has taken over his team again. Like, because he can't trade. He's the sort of bloke who would throw you, I don't know, check kayate for Harry Kane, <laughs> which maybe this season hasn't been too bad a trade. But... Well, he's given me Kane. Yeah, but like, that's, him. but the thing was, like, he would just try and, like, he'd be like, yeah, I'm well up for trading. And then you try, and it'd be like talking to a brick wall. And like, you're trying.
2: Who's the best person to trade with? Because you were quite open to trading.
1: Yeah, I love trading. It's It's what keeps it interesting to me. And, like, everybody always used to be like, oh, there's... I think because of the Salah trade with Mike, which was actually yeah. pre... It was literally post-draft. Like, the draft ended and we did it immediately. Um, I think because of that trade, everyone assumes I'm trying to stiff them on a deal.
2: Because so Salah can, didn't. can you just remind us what the,
1: what the trade was? I can't remember the other player that was involved, but it was Mikel Antonio and Robbie Brady. For Salah and someone absolutely horseshit. And was that fan tracks? It, uh, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, was it Fantrax? tracks? It, yeah, I think it was the first season of fan. Tr- no, it wasn't, mate. It was Togger. It was back oh, in the Togger days. Um, and it was the Robbie Brady got injured in like week two, and Mick Antonio was basically in that year when he was transitioning between what position does he actually play? Yeah. Um, but he was still quite a useful point scorer. But obviously Salah went on to have his record year, and it proved to be one of the worst one-sided trades of all time. Um, Then Mike imploded the league by giving Ryan Alexis Sanchez, which to this day still irks me. Um, And then to make matters worse, little side chat that went on. Dan got involved as well. I think think the host himself, McKinney, might have got himself a couple (laughs) of players out of it. Possibly. Yeah, it was that thing of being like, for fuck's sake, I was on for a run. I think even that season, I... I mentally imploded with it and just was like, well, fuck it. And I think I ended up finishing fourth. And at the time I was like six points behind Mike in second. Um, I think, yeah, I dropped down the league because I just got pissed off with it. But back to the trading point, like the person best at trading, I'd say probably, I don't want to kiss anyone's ass too much, but I think probably you, Andy. I think I've had more fun trading with you because there's a discussion about value of players outside of just, oh, he scores loads of goals. Like I don't think we've ever talked strike of a striker. It's always been like random mixes of players, and it's multiple players. I hate one yeah, for yeah. one. One for one for me is just a pointless trade. Like, so yeah, if it's one for one, someone is guaranteed to be getting a leg up on the other person.
2: Yeah, definitely. I, well, right, I talked is... a few weeks ago about about a trade that we did right in my first season. I don't know if you'll remember it uh, or if you heard the podcast, but yeah, I did. Um...
1: And it was. Can I just tell you something? That was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go on. I've never had or money in my team. You have, I swear to God, because I had no, him. I've, I've never had money in my teams. Mo I, Salah, been... Mo Salah is the only attacker I've ever had in
2: my teams. I, I just don't believe that because I had, I'm sure I had money. I knew we chatted all day about getting this trade done, and it I think it was Lanzini. I swear to God, I mean, why would I make that up? <laughs> I don't know for for
1: listeners. Just for the listeners, yeah. Just for the... For the, the 32 um, listeners that we've got. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, uh, I will swear on my family's life that I've never, and I love them dearly, um, that I've never had Sadie money in any of my teams.
2: Um, is this Togger then? Is there any way we can go back and it check? Was to- it was Togger. We can't check, I'm afraid. You're just going to have to take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, no, OK. What on, it, it must been be someone else.
1: Because, like... In terms of Mane, I've tried to get Mane off many a person but never succeeded. Uh, Julian's had him a couple of times and I've tried that, but he's never yeah. given in. Um, I've tried to get Firmino off Ben once um, as part of the trade with like three people. But man, I've never been successful in picking Mane out of anyone. Um, I've never really been successful in many trades. I think I've only made like four um, because everybody thinks I'm trying to stiff them thanks to... Uh, most all having the greatest season of all time.
0: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trading like I've done two trades this season, which is under, un- really known to me because I've I do not really trade. I quite like just having having my team. Um, and the first one, I thought I'd got a really good deal, and I didn't. Um, as it turns out, Christiansen and Henderson for Ings and can't remember who the other Oh, Dan James, and I no longer have either of the people that I traded. And then the second one. Was with Julian, the Ali- Allison and and smith for uh, Fabianski and whoever else it was. Dings, I think. Yeah, and you know what? you're right. Done...
1: Yeah, you got you got a, you got a poor side on that trade. Like I, I mentioned it in the group the other day. Like Allison's had a poor season. I think <laughs> I think everyone shot me down and was like, "Oh no, he's like he's the best keeper in the league. I definitely ever him on the team." He's not had a great season. Like, Points
0: wise, it's not no. And I think he he fa- he don't face that many shots,
1: and when he does, <clears deals, throat> unfortunately, he's conceded. Yeah, well, I think the thing is, do you? Just, I can't remember what you score on now, but like errors leading to goals. He, yeah. I think he has the most errors leading to goals in the league from a goalkeeper point of view. He's got one at the minute. Is that it? Yeah, the, the, got...
0: I, I think the one where he slipped over the ball didn't constitute an error because he didn't what? touch the ball. Jesus Christ! And what about the one against West Ham where he just flapped at the ball but was right. Oh, right. where right. he came out at corner yeah. and completely... I, I, I don't. I generally don't know if that constitutes an error. I mean, it should do. Yeah, um, but I, I mean, I had Ramsdale, who I think was is quite high up there with the the points, and this irks me, and I mean, probably say it every week that we're on the podcast, but I dropped him, and it was in a fan tracks error as to why I dropped him because Raya had no flag next to him and say he are injured. <laughs>
2: Um, and I just dropped him randomly, even though he was <laughs> one of the best keepers. I just thought I'd drop him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're a tinkerer. Why wouldn't, I think, why wouldn't I think? Well, to be fair, I didn't uh, message you beforehand, but hindsight's a wonderful thing. And actually, Dan, going back to Dan on trades, he asked me, he said, oh, I really want to trade. I really want to trade. And I'm looking through his team and I'm like, the only person I want from your team is Ramsdale. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't want to trade. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Dan, that's Dan's trick isn't it he's like oh let's do a trade I'm really up for it and he flirts with you a little bit and then he goes the only player you can have for my team is Andre voronin I don't
2: want him mate you know yeah. what I mean I wonder um, how if Voronin would have scored in fan tracks <laughs> oh, Wolf, oh, it would have been, been like Firpo and
1: got minus every week Got <clears throat> plus points for the ponytail though True, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What
0: well, did you have up front you, with,
1: with Crouch, Vornin, and Dirk Kai. Yeah, yeah, like it was Vornin, Crouch. Oh no,
0: Crouch left to go. to Tottenham, didn't he? Then Torres yeah. left,
1: and you had yeah, Vornin. It was Kite a horrible, horrible time in Liverpool's history where we had the likes of Milan Jovanovic y- and you know the the last thro- death throws of Alberiera. It was Bruno
2: Sherry. Like,
1: yeah, no, Bruno long gone by then. But we had David and Gog and crap like that
2: that yeah. just.
1: No offense, Dad. Ryan Babbel. Uh yeah, everyone's favourite, the new set Yarmane. Uh
2: Ryan Babel. Um Andre <laughs> is the assistant coach at Dynamo Moscow.
1: I think I knew right.
2: that actually. Um Jimmy right. Traore bizarrely
1: popped up on Twitter the other day. Um everyone was it was his birthday, I think, and everyone was thanking him for the goal line clearance in the Champions League final. And he's at Nordjaland as the under 21s head coach. <laughs> Oh, wow. There you go. I, the
2: according to according to Wikipedia, unfortunately, he um assistant. <laughs> oh, he was. Oh, is he? It says he, he was a coach for a Seattle Sounders.
1: Yeah, he's moved on from there now. He's at FC Nordjylland, I think in oh, Norway.
0: There's no one update Wikipedia no. for
1: him. Uh, that, like, who's, who's, what's Jimmy Traore's agent doing nowadays? Get updating his Wikipedia.
0: Exactly, yeah. You have one
1: job. I might do it myself this afternoon. Yeah,
2: I'm, <laughs> um, I'm, ju- I'm yeah. just going to go quiet while I I go down this rabbit hole on Jimmy Traoré. <laughs> yeah,
1: go down it, mate. Like J- Jimmy Traoré, FC Norgealand. I think in Norway, if I'm correct, um, and he's the he's one of the youth coaches there. I think he's the head coach the under twenty ones team. Um,
2: His last, so it's not been updated anywhere. His last position was assistant manager at Seattle Sanders One second, I'm going to Google this while we're talking as well. <laughs> Do you know, this, is,
0: this is almost the same as when we were scheduling foot golf last week and you we were saying, <laughs> don't worry, viewers. Viewers? Why do I keep saying viewers, listeners? <laughs> um, I think we'll have to do
2: one where we're on Zoom because just just for me saying the wrong word. Um, I have to say I'm not finding much on Traore, Norsealand. Oh, so was um, this a, was this there you looks...
1: go. Jimmy Traore announced as head coach of FC Nordirland Under-21s December 18th, 2021. That's how recent it was. You're welcome. Breaking news. That is <laughs> top stuff. Yeah.
2: I, 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 I'm to, not able to, to If you go to Jimmy,
1: that, but... Jimmy underscore Treori 19 on Twitter, it's on there as well. That's his, that's his official Twitter ha- handle. Oh,
2: sweet. <laughs> I don't, um, I'm, I'm... This is exciting stuff, isn't
0: it? I pulled out the
1: iPad, but generally... Uh, my motivation to look up Jimmy shower is gone. They, they're also not Norwegian; they're Danish. So sorry to the big uh, Norwegian fans listening to the pod. <laughs> I
2: do say I, he's in
1: Copenhagen. Yeah. 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 To be
0: fair, we've, we, there's no Danish that has listened, but we had Indian, who actually percentage-wise have overtaken Germany. And then we've, <laughs> yeah, which is weird. <laughs> and then we've had Australia, obviously England, mm. Canada, and America.
1: Wow that's pretty impressive it is yeah, that's yeah. some worldwide reach it's amazing <laughs> no, no one in the UK is listening 75% of <laughs> no. the UK no. oh, anyway back to back to your point yeah so Andy, so, you...
2: <laughs> so fantasy football yeah. would you would you want to come back or have you actually found that time away has has maybe even even put you further away from the game itself
1: um Again, it's another big question that deserves another big answer. Um, I don't know, mate. I genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely don't know. Um, big answer, though. <laughs> I would say the thing is, I would never take the place of someone who's active in the league. You know what I mean? Like, if the lads are enjoying the game as it is, you leave it as it is. If someone dropped out, I'd always come back. But where we are, where, where you are as a league, and you've got your 12 guys there, I would never want to go. I yeah, I'd love to come back in the hope that someone would drop out, if you know what I yeah. mean. Yeah. Like, but if there's a spot there and you're like, listen, it's eleven or we have to ring Rick again, um <laughs> then, then I'd be like, you know what? Listen, get off your knees, I'll come back. <laughs> you sound like Jordan. <laughs>
0: When, when we when we asked him to come on the pod, he was like, "Are oh, you begging me?" And I'm like, yeah, no, I just wanted you to come on the pod because, you no, know, just you want to dispel all these all these missed truths that we've been telling about you and the Chelsea stack and all that jazz.
1: Yeah, you know, Jordan's a bit like Eric Cantona in that he's a bit misunderstood. I think. <laughs> Do go like, on. Yeah, like in reality, like. He says some outrageously egotistical things and manages, like I call him Kim Jordan because (laughs) he is, he is a bit of a dictator at times, but he, um, he cares deeply about everybody in the podcast, Uh, not in the podcast, in the league. Um, Not in the podcast. Not in the The podcast. podcast. He hates both of you two, but he loves everybody. (laughs) Um, Every time anyone's ever had an issue, you know, like I've been through times where I think everyone's been more than well aware that I've had a, an issue here or there. He's always messaged me and said, "Just checking, in are you doing all right?" Like he's a top bloke. Um, he's just a big front. He's a pussy cat, really.
2: Oh no, I, totally. I and mean, that's yeah. why it's kind of fun to to just keep piling on top of him. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm fucking lying. He's a right cunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Good luck. And, but he does he does put on a good spread when he hosts. To be fair, I bet he does. Yeah, and we and we actually played um, probably one of the best board games of, or you can call it a board game game i've ever played in looping louis Loop- i've not
1: played looping louis um i can't believe chan not introduced you to this game yeah like it's we used to spend ages at snakes and lattes in Toronto, yeah i know yeah did uh, playing board game i've not been there since you left i don't think oh that saddens me yeah it does it saddens me as well exploding kittens remember that yeah we've got it here yeah yeah what a top game andy when you come over exploding kittens Snakes and lattes. I won't be there, but I'm just recommending you do
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be fact, it'd be <laughs> only available in Canada. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, coming back to the league and that only if there was a spot available. Um And if if it happens to be Julian with his six first round picks, I'll take it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be a sweet one, wouldn't it? I might yeah. just leave the league. Yeah. And take his spot. So yeah. th- if you were to come back, would you change? how you approached it or would you be able to change how you approached it? Um,
1: Yeah, like I've never been a sit down and do loads of research. Like I'm a bit of a out like in general, like big into analysis. I spend a lot of time analysing numbers in my job and I'm quite analytical just by nature. But when it comes to fantasy football, I've always believed you just go with what's on the board and if like you go in with too much of a strategy, you completely balls it up. Like the one year I went in when we changed all the defensive midfielders, thing I firmly believe with the way the points are scoring. Like I thought, you know what? There's no way Ruben Neves doesn't score more than that. he scored yeah. than he scored in the past, and he ended up scoring less points with <laughs> with the defensive midfielder <laughs> points. And I was like, right, he's just had a bad season. But you know, that same season drafted Yuri Tilmans in the sixth round, I think it was, and he went on to have, have a great season. Um,
0: and that was the first round.
1: Yeah, but it's that thing of like I'll always just pick who's on the board when I get there. Like the team Werner pick um, was a massive le- lesson for me in that don't don't go for players early on, especially in the first round who've no, no experience in league. Ryan yeah. had said it literally the day before with the draft. He was like, "Listen, you took a year out. The year you went out, I drafted X, Y, and Z in the first, second, and third round, and I had a horrible season. I think he actually finished second last." Um, and I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. It's Timo Berner. this lad's class. Um, so, drafted him. And then I think I went with Ziyech in the second round. And it was just a disaster. Twitch, so, I yeah. think I would probably stick with the same philosophy of draft the best player available. But it's draft the best player available, providing that they played in league for at least a season.
0: Can I ask, though? Because
1: yeah. everyone
0: bangs on about Werner having a bad season. And yes, he did miss Corpus of <laughs> chances that Yeah, um, my granddad could finish, but he still like was top goal scorer for Chelsea. He had double figures for both assists and goals. He did have a pretty damn good season in terms of return, but obviously it was hampered and dampened by the fact that he could have scored so many more. Yeah, but but on on for the for I don't know. I looked at his points, but what what was he accruing per game? If you remember, he was
1: actually yeah. Well, the weird thing was like he'd score zero or twenty. Right. yeah. yeah. And that sounds yeah, about that's right. The problem. And he was really like Yeah, like there was games where he got like a goal and assist and you'd be like, Great, he's gonna kick on, and then yeah. he'd be shit for two games and then he'd do it again, and you would be like, All right, here we go, now's the time.
0: Yeah.
1: I think I was gone from the league by end of November, so I don't really know what went on after that. Um, like I I had a I had a Chelsea stack that year, like I, I the original a, yeah. Chelsea
2: stack. I'm just looking at your draft, actually. So Werner yeah. Zijek, um Pogba, Aguero, Pepe, yeah. Tielemans. Yeah. So actually, I mean, the, your your draft looks really good, especially if, if it was for this season. You've got Thiago Silva, yeah. uh, Jota, Jota and Saka. Yeah. Um, really good. Uh, and then the rest are a bit of a mix. But
1: yeah, I'm a man ahead yeah. of
2: my time, Andy. If you'd have picked, if that was this season's uh, draft, I mean, I'd be questioning Werner and Ziehak, obviously. Yeah. But um, you know, Saka and Jota. Uh, you know, I love Jota at the moment. Yeah, but um, I like,
1: I like you. Like, I like. I do a lot of research on footballers before they become something worth talking about. And I don't know if you remember, and I, I'm hope that someone in that group has got the groups from the date started, but. The season Hull came up, I said, I'm drafting Andy Robertson this year because he's going to be class. And I read an article from some Scottish newspaper about him being like, this lad's the future of Scottish football. And one of my mates at work is actually a Dundee fan mm-hmm. and was like, Hull have got this great left back, Andy Robertson. And I did the same. Like Saka was like, he was a known quantity, but you're like, ah, he's a young guy, he's going to get the game time. Um, somewhat with Diogo Jota, like me and Chan have been talking about Jota for years. When he was at Wolves in the Championship, we were kind of chatting about like, Chan, I think the, the season Wolves came up, Chan was like, I'm drafting Jota. and I think he did for two years in a row because they're, they're exciting. Like, it, like I just like having a team of players I can be excited about. And yeah. that's what I wanted with, with Werner and Ziyech. I was like, these two are going to be exciting to watch me every week. They're probably going to score loads of points because they're both offensively minded players. Um, they both came from records where, like Werner in particular, had scored a hatful of goals in Germany. Ziyech had been scoring goals and getting assists like Jadon Sancho had in Germany. But in obviously in Holland, um, and I thought there's no way this doesn't work out,
2: and it didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if you, if you didn't, if you didn't pick Werner, I would have done yeah. shortly after you. So and yeah. to be yeah. fair, I want to thank you.
1: <laughs> I think, I think remembering right from that season, I spent the first maybe six weeks after the opening weekend trying to trade. Werner and ZH to you Andy for Grealish yeah. at the time before you know Grealish had really taken off that season yeah. and oh, someone's shite but it was like I'll do you a two-for-one or you give me Grealish because he'd started to look like a player worth having um not that he wasn't already but it was that point where Grealish went from being like oh he's that kid at Villa to being like it's Jack Grealish the England sweetheart um <laughs> And yeah, no one was no one was feeling it. I was offering Werner out to everybody. And I think the best offer I got back for Werner was I think it might have been from Ben for I think it might have been for Firmino and someone terrible. But Firmino was on a run where he'd been absolutely dog shite as well. Um and I was too stubborn to be like, Yeah, fine, fair enough, let's do it. Um but yeah. Who did you end up with that in that in that draft Andy? What's sorry? What, what are you saying, sorry? Who did you end up with in the first round of that draft?
2: Who did I end up with? Yeah, like who went before oh, yeah, who, who, would and you... who went after? Got you, got you. Let me just see here. Um, so, by round, let's have a look. So, you were the sixth pick. Oh, I was that far down. I thought it was like third or fourth pick. So, it was uh, De Bruyne, Bruno, Sadio Mane, Salah, Sterling. Then you. Then, yeah. Uh, Ryan went Trent. Dan went Obama Yang. ouch. Uh, oh, I ended up with Son again, yeah, I took Son this year as yeah. well, yeah. And then Harry Kane then Jimenez, Jimenez, Harry to, to went that late in that first round. It's mad, isn't it, yeah. And then uh, Marcus Rashford to Gary. That's I take Jimenez first round? You took Jimenez, yeah. Jimenez, then Robertson. Was that the, was there's that all the all head it. injury season as well? No. Yeah, yes, it was. No, was no, it oh,
0: yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I had to get rid of him, didn't I? Gary, I'm Gary. Too Rashford you know? pure sick, Rashford pure well, sick. all season. Mm. Let's be honest, Gary's draft technique is somewhat of a mystery to everybody, including <laughs> himself. Well, as it, as he said on on the podcast, he came on and doesn't doesn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he did take done some research for this season, and yeah, like he's, you know his team looked half decent. I think you know what? Sitting back and watching you guys draft this year, as sad as that might sound, was actually brilliant. Because I was sat action. there not caring what happened, yeah. but just finding some of the picks absolutely mind-boggling. Like, because, just... Well, the, Yuri Tielemans going in the first round was, was an odd one. Uh, did Harry Maguire go second round?
0: Yeah. yeah I think so...
1: Ryan picked it. Did No, no, not Ryan. Sorry, Jordan picked him, I think. Yeah, just like Luke Shaw went second round, if I remember rightly, from Julian. Uh, late, late second round to Julian, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, just like, there was a bunch where I was like, Jesus Christ, like this league's for the taking and there's no wonder that Andy's so far <laughs> far ahead I think at the end of the draft I sent you guys my post-draft thoughts I yes. think I said Andy would win the league thanks mate appreciate
0: yeah, it yeah he might win the league but not necessarily it's going to win the playoffs
1: yeah I mean if you can finish sixth and win the playoffs like it's
0: pretty boss isn't it
1: yeah that's, that's fair play you've got to pat yourself on the back for that one mate well, to be fair, I, don't, I wouldn't pat myself on the back for the final because I think
0: that was a foregone conclusion. But the, the semi, I, I, I generally don't know how I came through that. Robbo, the, um, the guy that you picked to be... Actually, you're not the only one. I think was it one of the BBC pundits, I think it was Ian Wright, said, this lad's going to be amazing. And the game that he were commentating on, he actually had probably his worst game he's ever had. <laughs> and, and he was getting so much stick from Gary Lineker and can't remember who the other pundit was on at the time. And obviously, he's gone on to do what he's done.
2: Dion and... Dublin. <laughs> I
0: don't think he was there. Dion Dublin. He was still, he was still oh. climbing stairs on Holmes and
1: <laughs> Oh, Dion Dublin's a legend, isn't he? Imagine Dion Dublin just popping out from under
2: your stairs. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's such a random thing that he's doing out. Yeah. Um it, it'd, it'd be a good one some... to get. I wonder if we can, you know, you can like hire... Uh, former footballers, I wonder if you could get him for the draft. <laughs> be so
1: yeah, good. I don't it think would... he's the most desperate for the money. There's probably lads that are more desperate for money. Um, oh, I don't want
0: desperate people,
1: I want no. Deion Dublin. It probably
0: as much as the uh,
1: conference room at Old Trafford. Well, you can Six, have you a seen a million things? pounds an hour? You can currently get Roberto Carlos to play for your Sunday league team. Oh, There's a, on, a live on on eBay. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually messaged the lads that play for the football team and just said to our left-back, Jamie, you're not needed next week. <laughs> I've drafted in a replacement. Um, it's Roberto Carlos. But, That's yeah. The, um, I can't remember what we were talking about.
2: And the, I, what uh, we're um... about... <laughs> well, we were talking about. We were talking
1: about Dion Dublin. <laughs> yeah, <was> the only, <laughs> That was the only thing.
2: Um, I actually contacted Old Trafford because we were talking about like venues for the... Uh, for the, the draft. draft, yeah, uh, and, and me and now in particular were just looking through, you know, trying to find a, a fun place to go. I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll inquire into Old Trafford, obviously, it'll be in the off season. Yeah. Um, you know, if they've got like a, a, a room, you know, one of the boxes or something that we can do the draft, looking out onto the pitch, that'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah, um, guess how much they quoted? So, for a, this is right, this is for a, a box. For ten to twelve guests, uh, boardroom style, no Wi-Fi, prawn sandwiches. I don't no no fridge, no no, no just, Literally just the room. Literally yeah. just the room at Old Trafford for how long? Sorry. For eight hours. Eight hours. What the fuck did you need? I don't, at eight hours I don't, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why, but <laughs> I, I didn't request that. That was uh, that was this lovely woman Olivia's suggestion. But yeah, um, okay, yeah. Um, I much? would say they wanted four grand for it. Off, like, well, oh, it's it's done,
0: it's, it's done, done
1: the thing, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <It's, laughs> I'm glad that 50, I could ruin 50,
2: that <laughs> 1500 plus that. <laughs> that's not uh, my, was, I was
1: actually talking in Canadian dollars, so that's, that's
2: the <laughs> that. um, no,
1: like, that's still expensive though.
2: 1500 to go
1: and sit in a no Wi Fi with, with, with no the, wifi the one thing we actually need. Yeah, they were like, there'll be no streaming of porn in here, sir. Um, yeah, Jeez. Yeah. I don't know. So, i was trying to think of other fun places you could do it. Guantanamo Bay. Um, I've got a pair of flights though for that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that that's the war issue. Crime.
0: Oh, uh, so, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Oh no.
1: Well, I don't think commit. I think be accused of. Yeah, not even accused of. Just looked somewhat dodgy. <laughs> the US have <laughs> put you in there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, you might have to mute that one out of the here in case we all get arrested for war crimes. Um, yeah. Well, you're, you're closer to them. I, don't, I think we're. Uh me and Andy are yeah. quite safe I bet they have free Wi-Fi though
0: yeah, but, yeah <laughs> probably do just don't give you the password
1: yeah I don't know there's got to be some fun place what's the, the like could do it on the top of the shard but I'm guessing that's going to be expensive um, well, and a long well, way from where any of you live so you're like you're looking at Manchester really aren't you what's the tallest building in Manchester Um. <laughs> yeah whatever it is just find it and be like can we do it at the top of your building please
2: yeah
0: well we've got we've, 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 we've con Did you contact the um the pub
2: restaurant uh, no, place? yeah. We'll, we'll sort it in a bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do it 3-1 we'll uh, to southampton if anyone's three, interested 3-1 three you've got the third goal uh,
1: bro yeah. Good play. Assist. I see there. Yeah,
2: Remain's one of them.
1: Remain's one of them in fantasy who, for a few seasons, was actually rock solid, wasn't he? He was like a steady seven, eight points back in the Togger days. Yeah, he was just... always liable for a yellow and sometimes a red. Yeah, I mean, there's certain risks you've got to take. Like if the Canyon was still available or Cantona was still available, I'd definitely be drafting him.
2: Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, that's a question. Okay, right. You can pick any player from. Let's just keep it to the Premier League. Right. Any player come is active now. <clears throat> right, well, that's a good active question. Is, a, is active in the league now? Right. So you could pick. I, I don't know. You could pick, Pallister <laughs> for whatever reason. You could right. pick anyone anyone from the Premier League history. Yeah. Who would you go for? Alan Shearer. Oh, nice yeah. penalties
0: that's... on
1: yeah, Omri's a great shout. Like, yeah, you, just, like Shearer has that record of like just consistency of twenty plus goals a season. Um, yeah, didn't didn't take his shirt off, so he knew he was never gonna get a yellow. Gary Lineker might be a worse. Yeah, shot but he, liked, he, liked, he never got a yellow. He liked to fight, though, didn't he, Shearer? He never went back down for a fight. He got quite yeah. a lot of yellows for um,
0: just not backing down.
1: Yeah, there's that good story. I think it was you that told it me now of him getting in a fight when he was at Southampton, knocking out four blokes at a pub. <laughs> Oh, I say that? oh yeah, I think it was you. It was, it was somebody who somebody who's been in the army or navy told me that. It was in the um in the actually I I listen I've whether it's because I've done this
0: podcast or <clears throat> it's probably because I've done this podcast, but I've been listening to literally every podcast and get a, get my hands on about um different stuff. But Jamie Jamie Carragher and Garren Neville's podcast, Crouch's, Tony Bellews, yeah. and um I listened to the overlap with with Shearer and I always thought they were a bit arrogant, if I'm being honest. I mean, I liked him. On, I mean, I loved him when he were playing. I mean, obviously, I
1: spotted Newcastle when I were really young. Um, and then Arsenal when you were at university. I like, I like,
0: I liked, I liked, I liked <laughs> Arsenal, yes, because Leeds were in the league one. And you know, I needed a Premier League team to stay current. It wasn't Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I loved it. No, I loved no. the Arby, didn't I? I mean, I, I think, I think I like teams. More well, I did back then more for players than I did necessarily for the team, yeah. Um, and even though Diaby was out for he played one game, then out for 30, I still yeah. really, really liked him. Um, but yes, Shearer, he went he moved to South Anton when he was 15. He could have gone to Newcastle, but he, he liked the academy down there, yeah, and the, the apprenticeship. But I can see him bagging out four guys at a pub, even, yeah. even when he was 15, because I bet he was still the same size. Just, Just such a good player though, like.
1: I think about like I talk about it a lot at work with the lads here and like I think if I had to pick my favourite all-time footballer just to to watch play it probably would be Shearer like as a Blackburn lad who doesn't support Blackburn <laughs> Shearer is still a bit of an idol like what a player like Gary uh, Gary uh Andy uh, curiosity who would you have picked
2: I'm think I was just I've just been listening to you but but quietly thinking about who I think Henry's hard to get around isn't he really Yes. Yeah, it'd either be Henri or
0: even though even though Kino were a lot better than Vieira in terms of winning things, I know, he, and he also got sent off and got yellows. It'd have been Henri or Vieira. What,
1: what would I mean. you pick Vieira for? Though he got sent off four times a season. Yeah, but <laughs> why do people like <laughs> this? Is not favourite player? Jack by Jack. the way,
2: this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, this this he's is not favourite player. This is you're talking <laughs> about fantasy points here, so.
0: Yeah, no, you're, but, you're not
2: going to pick Vieira, are you? Yeah,
0: I, I, I dare say I probably would. Just because, I, yeah, granted, he gets sent off four times a season, that doesn't matter to me. <laughs> the game that he does play in, though, and and bearing in mind that our point system now is dictated to and a better for the defensive midfielders, he mm-hmm. broke up so much of the play. He used to drive and take the ball past people like they weren't there, a bit like what Yaya used to do um, for City. And I don't know. I don't know his figures. Whether he, how many assists he got or goals, but he did score a
1: number. Whether it was he, high, he scored, or... he scored twenty-nine goals in his career at Arsenal in two hundred and eighty games. Exactly, that's massive. It's one it's one <laughs> <up> on <110. laughs> in his, in his entire career at Arsenal. He played four hundred and six games and scored thirty-four goals. That's beautiful. And how, how, so, many, tack, how
0: many tackles and breakups oh, of possession did he have? Did he, How many passes? But to you his just team? you just
2: mentioned. Um, you just mentioned Yaya Torre Yes And he'd be He'd be a much better option He scored 20 goals In one season He did yeah So yeah. For City. Yaya
1: Torre As we're on the subject Was yep. fundamental In me winning this, The, the ah, first nice. ever In World War Championship um, I like to think That I invented The stack Because That system, be a stack. No I actually had a Leicester stack It was a season Leicester won the title Ah um, And I drafted Jamie Vardy but picked up Mares after like two games from free agency. Wow. And then That's also bad. had I had Mark Albrighton yep, and Casper Schmeichel. And then I had Yaya Toure in midfield. Um, who, who had Kante that season? I'm not sure, but Kante, it was back in the days where we didn't do anything... For defensive midfielders, like there was no point for breaking up play. Like Togger's statistics and how they measured things wasn't as in depth as what we have on fan tracks now. No, true. So, so Kante's value, I think Kante might have been one of those players who was a free agent all season. And if somebody needed like a five point midfielder, that's kind of where he was at. He was like a five point guy. Um, but yeah, it was Vardy and Mahrez that won me the title. And not to not to burst your bubble, Andy, but I won that season with 14 games to go. (laughs) <laughs> it was it was mad. I remember the, the the day that I won it. It was on a points adjustment as well. Um, yeah, I was in the Eaton Center in Toronto, which is the big shopping center here. Just walking around, and uh, the results had already come through. And Ryan messaging the then smaller group chat, being like, "Points adjustments have just happened." And I think I played Dan, and I got like a point five point adjustment, and it meant that I'd beaten Dan because then I'd have like a negative two adjustment or something, because uh, Togo was terrible for that. Like, points yeah, adjustment for like the up to two hours after the game. Yeah. And, and it meant that I won the title with like, yeah, like 14 games to go. Amazing. But Vardy and Mahrez, that, that combo that season was just something else.
0: Yeah, it really was.
1: Yeah. Love I,
0: it. I, I think I got the wooden spoon in that. Yeah, did Trump maybe? Yeah.
1: yeah, you were the the first. I've never got my money back from you guys for that trophy.
0: I didn't know. know I Did you buy it? Yeah, I paid that. Yeah, I bought so yeah, oh, it, it. Yeah.
2: Oh they well, do, send
1: Send it. us your deets. I'll send you some <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was four hundred dollars, uh, <laughs> and then the Trump. Yeah, no. Um, there was a, there's a great little trophy shop just near where me and Kira live, um, and they they're like they're dirt cheap. And I think I got it in there. Um, well, actually, I found a is.
0: picture of it the other day with me holding it in my dad's house.
1: What the um, Trump trophy? Yeah. The actual trophy? No, well, the the, the trophy
2: downstairs in my house. Who broke ah. the trophy as well?
0: Which one? The Hulk
2: trophy. Yes, yeah, the, the Hulk one, I believe, was damaged in. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Struggling to find. Transit. Transit is the word. Thank you. Um <laughs> was damaged in transit between Mike and, and me. Oh, um, no. Well, I mean, don't well, it no it's, it's been glued back on. It's fine. It's, it looks
1: good. You know, what's you? weird about that? Mike seems like such a careful guy, he works in a bookshop. Just sounds very careful, doesn't he? Like Mike's the sort of bloke that if he turned up and was going to go on a date with your daughter, you'd be like, we're, "We're okay here, nothing to worry about." Yeah,
2: he's also if, the kind of guy that would um, smash up a trophy because he, he lost <laughs> the season. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, Mike! I think the only person I wouldn't want to have the league trophy would be Jordan. Though no.
2: it's just yeah, so, okay, him. good. Yeah, good. So, Who do you want? Who do you want to win? Obviously, not this obviously, not. joy. You not, know what? Who would you like to win?
1: I want nobody to win the league more than Chan because he's the most deserving of winning the league because he's been in it the longest without winning it. Um, he is it his- a team
2: though,
1: <laughs> I, just, I haven't, but he loves football and he breathes, he lives and breathes football. He's like, um, he's been very quiet, yeah. I mean, he's like, I don't know, I don't know if you know Chan as well as us, Andy, but. He's a quiet guy. Like he yeah. likes himself. Like people will always say to me, like, "Oh, do you want me to like?" I've got a girlfriend looking for like a guy to go on a date with. Is Chan interested? Like, Chan likes being by Chan's self. Like that is him, and he's happy with it. And I'm jealous of that because I hate my own company. Chan loves his own company. Um, he's the sort of bloke who would be happy to go on holiday by himself. To well, Germany, it is, maybe It does. No, he's not been. He's been, <laughs> it's been, it's been, it's been a Czech Republic and, or what he said? He's um, been, been a Czech Republic and Belgium, but never yeah. Germany. But no, I'd, I'd love Chance to win it because he'd be the most humble of winners as well.
0: Yeah. I, actually, he um, can be on the sly, not very humble when it comes to victories. Really? So, you think so? Yeah. No, no, never... I, I, I know so. Yeah. He, he, he's he got, obviously, like you just said, he's very quiet, loves his own. Well his own company, and obviously I love him a bits, but he can be very, very the opposite of a of, uh, humble when it comes to... Say when, it. Say, say when, like, if Chelsea were to beat Leeds, um, like they have done on two occasions out of the last three, not being so humble, especially on the first time when they, I think, they beat us 3-1. He wasn't yeah. very humble. I won the, actually, on um, teams, teams meeting to him at the time.
1: Um... Wasn't humble. You know what I mean. You know what? That's interesting. That because maybe the only reason because like obviously I see Chan quite a lot, and yeah. in, um, Liverpool play Chelsea throughout history a lot um, since we've been mates, and he never messages me after the game. For sure. um, but I think, but I think it's because the Stevie Gerrard slip. Yeah, I was watching the game with him at my house. I don't know if you were there. now Actually, no, and... I wasn't. I heard. The... Is that the one where you turned Stevie off? I turned the TV off, yeah. and all I can—the <laughs> only thing I can describe it as—is the the TV remote hit the floor that hard that the I think it created a wormhole uh, in the ground, <laughs> and the TV remote came back out in maybe fifty pieces. Um, and the room just went silent. I think I "I'll be back in a minute," and then I came back in, and no one talked about it. <laughs>
0: Um, I've 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 heard about that from from secondary. Yeah.
1: Um, it that's the angriest I've ever been in football.
0: Oh, get on the Tony, Tony Billy podcast if you can because he he talks about anger.
1: Yeah, that's the angriest <coughs> I've ever
2: felt about was that football. the football. the Dember re- the, the Denver bar goal itself or what at what moment the actual slip it in was the
1: no, it was the it was the Argo the Argo Aspas corner moment where William takes the ball and goes and scores. That's when the remote went that's when the TV oh, went off. Yeah. It was at that moment they didn't even see the goal. Like I really <laughs> got the ball and I went fuck this, turned it off, and the remote went. I didn't do that, that when you got guests. I've got a habit of this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know you do. Not oh, I've got a
1: habit of breaking remotes. Um, like so, the Raptors were in the the, the NBA finals a few years ago, and. We have uh, like an internet-based TV service. And um, we we're watching the final game and it was stuttering. And I was like, oh, I'm getting so angry. And there was about point, there was like five seconds to go. And I don't know if you guys follow any basketball, but there's the no. Kawhi Leonard um, famous shot where he drops it and he ducks down and he's waiting for the ball to drop. And if the ball drops in the net, the Raptors win. And just as he shoots, the TV stutters and freezes. Oh, and I fucking lost my mind. And I launched the t- the remote and like an absolute weapon hit the TV and the TV broke. <sighs> the TV, you know, when it just smashes and Kira just stood up and went, you fucking idiot. And I was like, oh, I'm in the shit now. To be fair, if if you give me a poll of everyone that I know who would be the one person that smashed a telly
2: in anger, <laughs> it'd certainly be you. Yeah. I think, Sounds yeah. like you need more remote control. <laughs> oh, God, you can tell yeah. you're a your dad.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, I do. I definitely like when I'm invested in something, and I'm, I'm very invested. Um, Did Kira say it's just a game? No, she no, she, she knows. Kira knows because she's a big Wednesday fan. She knows she? it's not just a game. Like, I think I said that to her when they got relegated after losing to Palace. <laughs> um, and I was like Kira don't worry it's just a game Like, they'll be back up and they never came back up no
0: <laughs> um, so yeah I, I've, I've not received any shit from any Wednesday fans in a while which is it's nice
1: well I mean yeah you're not going to they're in league one mate yeah I know. Um, but well, no. this, is, this is on the flip side see I don't I'm not quick to
0: like <laughs> you're in league one because I've been there and it hurts it hurts yeah. like hell
1: you were there a while as well. Like, you, you well, do you remember,
0: remember at uni we played Doncaster in the uh the league one final after being d- deducted 15 points? And the guy who ran, I think we we're in the Adelphi, and he were a what really we, Carlisle fan. And he was he was laughing like a lot, like well before we used to go in there
1: quite a bit, and he were laughing a lot before the, the playoff final. And well, I know, was, I was gonna say, you know, what's weird about that connection is that bloke is part of the Adidas group that I spend a lot of time talking with about really? Adidas shoes yeah uh, big big tall guy yeah Mike Watson um, I don't think yes. he is a Carlisle fan though I'm pretty sure he's a PNE fan um, well if it's the same guy he was a Carlisle fan because I, I don't know
0: where they came but they were in the the time they started laughing was when it was really in the season obviously we were down at the bottom with the minus points deduction and Carlisle were at the top and he was laughing at the situation. And then we got to play a final stupidly. Watched Adelphi laughed at the Carlisle fan because he wasn't in the final. And then Doncaster went ahead and beat Leeds. And suffice to say, I ran out of the Adelphi. <laughs>
1: so I didn't get any uh, any stick from, from the big guy. Yeah, and there was a lot of really bad moments from football point of view whilst we were at uni. Chan losing the Champions League oh, final. T- the Terry slip, yeah. Yeah, there's, there were some bad moments. And like... Listen, if you're going to watch football and you're going to watch Chelsea lose to Man United, don't be anywhere near Julian.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. To like, fair, actually, when I was going through my uh,
0: the bad spell of my mental health and the one, the one, it, I mean, a lot of people obviously came out and said if you need to talk, if you need to do anything, I'll... But the one person that I was like, like, oh my god, I mean, Julian's a lovely guy, and he he messaged me and said, if you ever need anything, you know, you let me know. Yeah, uh, but Coss is such a hardened Man U fan, and the one that gave me probably the most shit about being a Leeds fan <laughs> yeah. was was the one that had his, you know, had his hand out saying if you need anything, and like, I think I think I did shed a tear, and I like saying to Karen, yeah. look,
1: look at it, it's Julian, who's a Man U fan, saying nothing. Uh, yeah, you know, like there's no there's no bad people in that group other than Jordan. Um, <laughs> You're <just> Julian's, <laughs> yeah, Julian's another just top bloke, like. I think nothing yeah, helps yeah. you understand other people's mental health than having gone through a mental health issue yourself. Yeah, quite. right. And I don't want to make any claims for anybody that they don't want to talk about, but, like, there's a few lads in the group who've, who've been through things and, and dealt with difficult circumstances, and, you know, it helps everybody when yeah. something happens to them. Like, you know, like, when Dan had his, his little one, like, I think everyone jumped to him and was like, we're here, yeah. if you need anything? Or, like, yeah. you know? Um, it's it's just one of those things. Like it's a very cohesive group of people that look, just want to look after each other. Yeah, other
0: than... it, actually, well, yeah, I know <laughs> what technically I've been, but to be fair, there, there are probably the there's thirteen of us in the group, isn't there? And um all of them have I've got so much time for every single one of them. Yeah. Um, and I, I dare say I probably couldn't say that about a lot of groups that I'm in or even yeah. a lot of
1: people that I know. But I think yeah. we- and like it, it's nice to have thirteen people who share the consensus of you know a Tory government's not good for us <laughs> <laughs> or you know get vaccinated. It's it's rare to have that many people who all share similar non non oppressive views. I'm just gonna say that rather than get into too much about it. Like everyone's just out for everyone really. Um yeah. No, it's good. Have we got time for me
2: to ask you guys some questions?
1: Go for yeah. it. As long yeah.
2: as are yeah, there similar questions to the ones you've already asked in the messages? <laughs> There's a couple. Yeah. Okay, yeah, go for it.
1: Yeah, no, not not too dissimilar. Um, now, like one of the things I'm really interested in, like you brought it up there, Andy, about like um, plays that you you would want to bring up from the past. But like, if you could draft in a player now from another league for your first round pick, who would you pick? So, who are you giving up as well? Yeah. Like, who are you giving up this season? So, now Rafinha, we all know, we've all heard a thousand times. Mm. I think you'd probably give him up for most players, wouldn't you? What, give up Rafinha for most players? Yeah. I'd probably
0: pick one of. Oh, God, actually, this is now I'm thinking about. No, I'm going
1: to go with my heart and go Vinicius Jr. I think I'd pick him up. Really? Oh, smart.
2: Yeah, no, I like that.
1: Interesting. He's had a good season. That is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's his? Do you know how many goals or anything he scored this season? Oh, I want to say sixteen and nine. I think. Yeah, um, I might be wrong. Mbappe's got the the highest number of goals and assists this season. I think he's on thirty three. Um, so far this season, I like the underdog though. And then I think twelve and four in the league. Twelve and four and then I think Haaland's on 29, and there's somebody that Liverpool got linked with that's in, oh, Oh, for Leipzig. Leipzig. Yeah, he's had an unbelievable season. He's had 31 yeah. gold involvement so far this year. Yeah. Um, Andy, what, what, who would you go with? You've just given a few ones. <laughs> I, I, I,
0: before, sorry, before Andy answers, I, yeah, the, three, the three that I was thinking of was on Cuckoo, um, Benzema, and, and Vinicius, but I, I just, from all the shit that he got, last season and the season before for not being very good and, um, and obviously to come out and, and do what he's done this season I'd pick him but obviously do
2: you, you go to... Andy I'm just I'm go- I'm trying to think of like a more hipster choice a more hipster, hipster to... choice Is that like, there's, yeah, say in yeah. yeah
1: there's nothing more hipster or United than thinking oh, I'd pick Malinkovic Savic <laughs> <laughs>
2: well you go for? maybe you know the Fiorentina striker yeah 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 uh, he's had a great yeah. season yeah, he's, he's equal, um, equal. I was, Did he equal I was watching some some videos yesterday um, of him, and he looks really good. What
1: kind of player is he? I've never seen any of his football. So,
2: like, is he's
1: he, fucking uh... massive for a start. He's quick, like,
0: quick, strong.
2: Um, from what I've seen he's, of him, he can use both feet. His head is. He's... he's nearly two meters tall. He's twenty-one. He's, <laughs> he's equal he's, Ronaldo. He's really quick. Course. He he just looks like. You know, he takes a lot of penalties, and that probably bumps up his stats and stuff. Right. But he, you know when a player hit, strikes a penalty so cleanly huh. yeah. that it's just unsavable? You know, because, like, Jorginho is obviously a good penalty taker, but you could see a, a keeper saving that, you know,
1: yeah. on the there's right day. Yeah, there's not much force behind it, is yeah. it? It's
2: just whereas he, he just he gives, absolutely yeah.
0: rifles him into the bottom corner. like Tony, Tony, like, can... Well yeah. do a bit of both guy. he
1: can absolutely he's a lovely footballer and... is he Ivan Sowney yeah. lovely player Um, I mean it's just I'll... interesting neither of you actually went with Haaland though because I don't like I, go... that... I don't like going with the grain the... I think <laughs> a lot of like... would I don't like going with the obvious successful choice <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah and the uh... Leeds fan as well like he's a Leeds fan so I'd like I thought you might have gone with that but to be yeah. fair, Le- Leeds had the option of signing them, um
0: when they were in the ch- in the Championship the second time around when
1: they came from League One for
0: four million, and they decided against it. I mean, yeah. obviously, back then they had no idea that it would become the player that it, it has done and probably wouldn't have done because the coaching at, at Dortmund are probably a hell of a lot better than what Leeds had at the time. So, he's um, always he said that he wanted to win the, the league with Leeds, but we'll never be able to afford him.
1: No, never. Like he's 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 just out the the league that Leeds play in. Right? He's out of most teams. He's out of Liverpool's league. Like there's there's no point in us being linked with him. It's it's City, Chelsea, maybe United and Madrid or PSG. That's it. There's those five clubs that go for. Oh, and Newcastle now, obviously as well, but without any success. He said that he wants to
0: go to Spain, doesn't he? So I'm guessing he'll be um, Barca or Real, even though
1: Barcelona seem to pull money out of thin air. What
2: play are you going for, Alex? If
1: you I, had a team, obviously. Yeah, like I think if, if I had a team and it was the first round, I, I can't see me picking anyone other than Haaland. Like, he's just such an obvious choice. Not and Mbappe. Like, you know what? Mbappe, like, I don't know. I don't want to make any I don't want to make any comments that might come up in about four years' time. <laughs> but to me, Mbappe is he's a French speed merchant. Um He's playing in a. I don't want to say a donkey league to disrespect French football, but <laughs> it's not. What are you
2: going to? <laughs> you know,
1: like it's not like it's not the Premier League. It's not even Serie A. Like pace in like if you watch Mbappe's goals, he plays on the last man, and the last man in most French leagues is on the halfway line. They defend so high in France. It's it's ridiculous they're um, looking at YouTube videos now of yeah, every exactly. French defender. But just go watch Mbappe's highlight reels and it you know, there's a bit of a a left wing Robin style to him in that he cuts inside and, and has a crack a lot. Um but often he's just blitzed past the entire defence and he's he's through on goal. Um yeah. I don't like that kind of football. It's boring. To be fair actually,
0: on on Ray's podcast I listened to earlier, he, he was picking out um Michael added to be not yeah. Michael to be in his his team for that very reason. He mm. said the simplest and most beautiful way to score is a, a run from a player and a ball to go right into his path yep. and go one on one with the keeper. And he said, "I want for for players because he picked him over Messi and other people in his fireside side team." And he said, "Even though fireside side, obviously, is not about the." the the ball—it's probably more about Messi taking people on, but he said just it, it was so pretty to see a, a perfect ball through like De Bruyne does and yeah. one-on-one. And, but I, I, think... I get—I get your point. I get it, it can become cumbersome, boring, FIFA-like, just running, sprinting
1: past everyone and
0: and putting the ball in the net. I can see. I can see. Yeah. I can see what and I think that's the
1: thing. Like a lot of the a lot of the goals I've seen him score, it's not a beautifully weighted ball that goes through to him. It's he just knocks the ball on with uh, what, probably, himself. Uh, what, what often looks like a heavy touch, in all honesty, yeah. and then he just chases after it. Um, and like I've not spoken about it on the podcast, and I appreciate you probably coming to the end when you want me to shut up, but I do want to quickly mention before we move on, uh, Joel Gerhard. Um, he's been spoken <laughs> about a number of times on this podcast, and like there was a there was an analogy drawn with Messi by someone. Do um, you know it's not the first time that's happened? I
0: actually listened to a podcast from two thousand and. 17 When he was,
1: he was just, I think he'd
0: yeah. just been bought, and the lads there were like, This kid's got a similar style of messy, yeah. And I, and I like because I'll, I'll, I'll sorry, I'll get you, will get your chance to speak. And um, I would, I would very passionate when, about this topic, yeah. But that's <laughs> what that, I, was, I was searching for. The Keon, um, Keon, Ke, yeah, Martin Keon, Keon, Keon who said it Keon, when he when, yeah, Keon, when he said yeah. it, and so I was searching for him, and then obviously. I, I, I stumbled across through the podcast but go on what would you
1: like to say about Geldart um, he's the next Sheridan Shaqiri <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: to be fair I can, I can see
1: he's got the same stocky yeah. build stocky build you know um, he's got a hell of a foot on him Like yeah. that is, he's got some power in that foot um, but you know Shakiri when he first broke through had a bit of skill about him could get past players I just don't see the the level of ability in Messi. It, it's Sharon and Shakiri for me. Okay. Um, it could be the next Bojan. Which which I actually takes it... me onto where my last question was going to go with you, which okay. is um, the next Bojan. Love that. Like, I don't know if he still plays for Montreal, um, but Sharon Shakiri was known as the Power Cube in his time, at <laughs> which I thought was one of the best nicknames ever. And I was talking to Kira about nicknames of the other night. And she was saying, well, what's the best nickname you've ever known of anybody? And I went to school with a girl who had, um, where her R's are W's. Um, and her, her name was Emily Dwyer. And she went by Tumble. And I still, to this day, think that's one of the best nicknames I've ever heard. Because she was Tumble Dwyer. Dwyer. <laughs> <Tell me Drier. laughs> that, um, that was so good. Um, which, that was a golden one. And then the only other one is, I played football with a lad who was called Chips. Um and everyone called him Chips, and I remember one day being like, "Why the fuck is this lad called Chips?" And they were like, "Oh, cause he'll go with everything." Um, <laughs> like, that's that's another brilliant one. Um, but what's the best
2: nickname you've ever heard of, or even in football, what's the best? What, what's the best so, nickname you've got? I've, what the one that comes to mind is is something that me, Chan, and and Ryan uh chat about regularly in our one of our side chats, which you'll be pleased to hear about. Love it. Um. And it came from a podcast years ago now. Someone described um, Alex Awobi as as uh, he always looks like he's running with a backpack on. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, if you watch it, it's uncanny how, how good this is. Oh. Yeah.
0: You got, you, so, you're, pretty, you're pretty good with the old... Um dubbing stuff onto people you're going to have to put a backpack onto him in some sort of footage
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I think backpack for, for a wolfie is probably <laughs> well. it's the one that comes to mind that the, is good
0: the one that I mean mine's not funny I mean I probably could think of some funny ones like probably from the marine time when I, marines when I was there but I, we're looking at Middlesbrough players from the 96-97 season with my boss earlier and Ravenelli were called the white
1: feather <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I have no idea why yeah, he but, was a nutter, wasn't he? As well. Yeah, Ravenel. Yeah, yeah, mental. They, 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 that, that, those days were class for players like that. Remember Kit's buyer kicking the boardings at Newcastle, yeah. like just mental players. Decanio, Cantona. We've talked about them already. The nineties were just full of mad football. Well, tell-
0: they got relegated um, from a points dispute, as they were telling me today, and it was over. They they had a lot of players out with the flu. I remember and, this. And they rang. They rang the FA, and the chap that answered the phone. Gave them authorization to, to postpone the game, and Blackburn, who they were playing, said they, they ran back and complained because they wanted the game to go ahead. And the guy who was supposed to give the authorization was apparently playing golf. And when he said, "Oh no, no, I wouldn't have, I'd never would have sanctioned that," and they got deducted three points, and they ended up going down by two
1: points. Which is just, isn't it? Imagine if that were in, in play today. Play, <coughs> well, listen, Twitter would been uproar. Um, and it'd be Klopp's fault as well. <laughs> to be fair, though,
0: they've, um, there were clubs that signed a petition to investigate Liverpool after the Arsenal. Yeah, I um, saw so
1: that. But they've, yeah, they've, I was talking about that they've today. They've turned that down. And... Yeah, well, I was talking about today, like because a lot of the lads in the Adidas group were were kicking off about it, being like, "This is just typical of how football is nowadays." i was kind of saying, like, a false positive is a false positive, though. Like, if you've got them, you have to isolate, which is why so many of the lads were out for the weekend game against yeah. against the Group Three. But now we've got two Arsenal games lumped between a, a Premier League game, whereas it would have been two Arsenal games lumped between a game with Shrewsbury, where you yeah. can rest players. So, arguably, I don't know what the, the uproar is about. And again, it's Klopp being honest about something that maybe he shouldn't have been. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if if Rangnick came out and said, you know what, <laughs> those, first two, those first two games you missed, it was because of a bunch of false positives, people be, again, in uproar, people just like being mad at the, let's call them elite clubs. It's just the way football is nowadays. The elite clubs are the, the bad guys because of, you know, the Super League and whatnot. It, yeah. Like everyone just wants to hate on them. But I appreciate it. I've taken a lot of your time, and I'm probably <laughs> guessing you want to get me off here. But I will leave you with one more nickname, and that is remember Kiki Musampa at City. Yeah, yeah. He went by
2: the nickname of Chris.
1: <laughs> I was expecting something
0: different, but Chris, I guess.
2: Is that like a Dave of thing? It?
1: No, it's because his name would then be Christmas Amper. Christmas
2: Amper. Right. <laughs> okay. Nice. Like one size fits yeah. all. Yeah. yeah. That was was it Fitzhall that was one size? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Christmas Amper. I just it was it felt topical at the time when we were talking about the podcast, back when you first asked me to do this about 9 weeks ago and then <laughs> ditched on me. Um, it was topical because it was Christmas time. So yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it's a bit
2: you want, mate? Come back with an Easter one. An Day. Easter one. Um, yeah. David well, and no. Love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But, um, Gelhart. Gelhart. About He's got heart in his name, hasn't he? For Valentine's Day, isn't it?
1: Ah, Jesus Christ. That's that's a dad joke waiting to happen, <laughs> isn't it? Oh,
2: like, like is, Joe Hart.
1: Oh, if Joe Gelhart and Joe Hart can just, just amalgamate the two? You made something funny and made it unfunny, lads. That's, that's yeah. my
2: dream. That's what I do. Um,
0: I
1: think about now. You, you need to tell the Clive story. I really,
2: I really it do. The like best get place this to night. leave
1: a podcast, to be honest, if you're ever going to end a podcast, it's the perfect place to leave it.
2: Yeah, Bojan Kocic plays for Vissel Kobe in Japan.
1: Oh, alongside his good mate Andres
2: Iniesta, Is he yeah. still there? correct. He is, yeah, yeah. Do you remember when Put Bojan up... though was first up and coming,
0: like that's he there. were? Unreal. It was so good. I used to watch I used to watch YouTube videos on him all the time. And then he just never it got he got too much of a, an, an anxiety, didn't he, and, um with having to perform for Barcelona and you know all the pressure that comes with it. But in his youth, bloody hell he would
1: I'm not gonna say he up there at messy, but it was pretty good. Where did he go to in Germany after Barcelona and then randomly stoke? Oh, yeah, where did he go in Germany? Was it Wolfsburg? I, well, I-
2: I can tell you right now. He went, to, So he went to Barcelona. Uh, yeah. Obviously Barcelona, Roma.
1: yeah, Milan,
2: he, he got bought back by Barcelona and then went out on loan to Milan and then to Ajax and then to Stoke and then he went on loan to Mainz. Mainz, that was it. Somewhat of a and journeyman. Then, he's, he's been around all yes. the leagues,
1: hasn't he? Maybe he was just playing like the FIFA Pro player where he just wanted to play for all the leagues. It was, leagues like, it was and, like that yeah. Fre- Freddie Adu that went to like
2: I think he's a poor Oh, poor guy. Yeah, yeah. this is an interesting one. Do you remember Sergi Sampa? You might not remember him. He didn't do that much at Barcelona. He was he was at Barcelona. He's only twenty six now. And he, hmm, he's twenty six now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's twenty six now. Oh, right. he, not, he's yeah. played sixty one games for Vissel Kobe, and he and he used to play for Barcelona. That's wow. my.
1: Mad in it, yeah. Mm. It's like there's a load of those, though. where like they go to Japan or even into MLS, like picking up Insigne. But Giovinco was here for the best years of his career. Yeah, that's mad yeah. isn't it. Like, do you know, do you know
0: the, the guy from the? I don't know if it was the owner or the manager said we
1: I, we had a look to see, which attack, <laughs> which, was the, which Sarah who was out of contract.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so FM,
1: yeah. But to be fair, like, so Toronto FC is owned by MLSC and. That's how they treat... Like, MLSC is just a money spinner, really. Like, they own the Raptors, the Maple Leafs, and Toronto FC. And to them, nice. it's just about how much... How do we make more revenue out of the teams we've got? And if it means forking out for an Italian superstar who's he's still only 30, yeah. they'll make a fortune out of that. It, if they win the league with him and they sell a bunch of shirts, both here and abroad, it's a no-brainer for them. Yeah. But the contract he got, twice as much as Latan got. Jeez. Like that's, it's a lot of money in in football here. Like, and he's go, he's going into a frankly awful team. Like, the <laughs> the best one of the best players that they had at TFC, uh, one of the fullbacks, L- Larea. Like, he's just left. Um, I think he's gone to somewhere. It might even be in England. Um, I can't remember exactly where he's gone. But that TFC team is 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 awful. We have got Bob Bradley at the helm. Michael Bradley in midfield. like It might as well be Bob Bradley in midfield as well. It's it's not a pretty watch. Um, I mean, if you go down and
2: watch Altrincham at the weekend, Andy, <laughs> you're probably watching better football. Oh, I don't know about that. They've been shit this season. <laughs> but, yeah. They lost 4-0. To, well, they're currently losing 4-0 to Stockport at the moment. Oh, and they won't support them then.
1: Um, but when Leeds get relegated, what Premier League club are you picking now?
0: 20 <laughs> uh, there. Friends, twins, twins They're
2: not going to get relegated. All right. Oh, we'll that that. that fullback moved to Forest. Oh, he moved that, to Forest. Was that? Yeah, that, that was, was it. There.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a very good player. Uh, he's Canadian lad. Um, he'll do well in the championship, I reckon. He was good here. Um, but there's been a few, like a few Canadian footballers coming around now. Sheffield Wednesday just signed themselves a striker in the summer. Um, From well, TFC. He's
0: a. That David who plays for,
1: Le- uh, Leo Lille. Yeah. yeah, he's Canadian, right? Yeah, Jonathan David. Yeah, um, you've got obviously a of Davies over uh, Bayern. Bayern, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some quality Canadian footballers around now. Um, they're getting better. It's, it's bigger now, though. People like their football now. When we first moved here, it was basically just hockey. Um, and I'm looking outside <laughs> the window now, and it's just there is snow everywhere. Um, so it makes sense. But the, the football's got bigger here, and I. I don't want to put it down to Giovinco you know, igniting the interest in TFC, but definitely had an impact. Um, yeah, like, it was exciting, wasn't it? It was brilliant. Like we had um, Pozuelo as well, from, if don't even remember from the Swansea days. He was awful for Swansea. Um, but on his debut here, he chipped the keeper from the edge of the box, um, scored a worldie of a free kick, and then had this glorious assist, I think, for Jolsi Altidore. Um, but one of the best debuts you'll ever see kind of like the opposite of a Jonathan Woodgate <laughs> <laughs> I think getting yeah. sent off on a debut is pretty good
0: <laughs> I'd probably pick him for my team yeah
1: um, <laughs> but no it's been lovely speaking to you all um, yes likewise thanks easy. for thanks for your time <laughs> yeah don't take no.
0: Andy's bit he's not very happy if you were start, start on the end Jeez. All right,
1: sorry, sorry. So, um I was thinking next week.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, I really appreciate your time, and and obviously, we'd we'd welcome you back in the league if if and when you you wanted to. Well, um,
1: gotta wait for someone to resign.
2: I'm not, I, go jo- I'm not
1: gonna go job poaching.
2: Who do you reckon is gonna be the first one? <laughs> Let's oh, play no. that game. <laughs> you know what?
1: Um, first, like to be fair, credit where credit's due to both you and Dan, having little ones and persisting with the league because it's a lot of work um, and a lot of sleepless nights and you must be both knackered. Um, well,
2: I mean, all you've got to do, right, I'll let you into a pro tip here. Ignore the kid. <laughs> 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 um, or or this, this is genuinely... like leagues. not I just doing it, this yeah. one. Yeah, which was a... Which, that was a mistake. But um, what you need to do is distract them with other things.
1: Yeah. Like your football kicks off at a reasonable time for you. Football kicks off for me about an hour after he wakes up. Um so it's chaos. Like you're up early, the the teams are getting announced, you're trying to change a diaper, and you're dealing with someone throwing food at you at the same time as trying to pick up, I don't know, Eunice Kabul. <laughs> and, then, and, then your, and then your son gets up. <laughs> yeah. Um So yeah. No, I, I like, but if, if I if I felt someone would would rage quit and just be like, I'm done with this, I feel like it. I feel like Ben should be close because <laughs> how can you have two first round picks trade for a further two round first round picks to be in your team and still be shit? Yeah. It's, it must be tough for him. Like that. You've got to feel low about yourself, there, haven't you? And not just because he's short. <laughs> oh,
0: God, we normally end on a Jordan slander, but I think we'll end there. Too, so. Oh, we I think end on I was... as
1: well because the only thing I hope for for the rest of the year, other than you all to be safe and happy and get through twenty twenty two without getting COVID, um, is that no one lets Jordan win the league. Um, Jordan winning the league to me is worse than me getting COVID. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think if right.
1: I think if Jordan wins the league, I think the league league should implode. Well, I think if I think if if it's getting close and you know it's it's in the playoffs and Jordan's in the final, I feel like fan tracks. If you're listening, the app has to crash on that day.
2: <laughs> I am it just should. looking because I, I have commissioner rights because I'm I'm sort of assistant commissioner. I'm just seeing if I can. Can I can I delete the uh, league? I can delete the uh, league so yeah. I, if, if it did come down to it I'd be able I, to delete it. I feel so, like the league
1: has the power to null and void itself. Yeah. Um because of covid. Um and if the games keep getting rearranged I'd I'd suggest there maybe is a call for null and void. Um, yeah. I agree. But but not whilst Andy's doing as well as he's doing. Oh thanks
2: man. Well yeah, if we he's... want to just call it a day now I'd be happy you know <laughs> I'd begrudgingly accept the trophy. You're not getting the
0: trophies until I am ready to part with it.
1: Yeah, I think I think null and void. If Jordan gets anywhere close, is the only
2: way yeah. to, to go forward. Well, thankfully, um, he's not going to get anywhere close. Well, let's actually let's just have a quick look because there's a chance that he doesn't win this week, and I would be 18 points clear. <laughs> uh, 18 points clear. That's embarrassing it, to the rest of the league. He's going to win this this uh, week. Sadly, who's he playing? He's playing Luke, he's playing your replacement, in fact. I told you he was rubbish. Uh, and we need, what do we need from him? He, we need, a, oh, actually, you know, he's 20 points behind. Mm. And he's got Jared Bowen against Norwich. That's a tasty one, isn't it? That's tasty. I like that. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, yes, a, that's
1: a definite possibility. Um, so he's a good player, Jared Bowen, isn't he? And he we is, got linked yeah, with him last is. summer, and I was like, oh, fuck's sake, another shit player. And. I've been watching him more this season, uh, just trying to enjoy football more. And he's a very good footballer. It's good, yeah. Another one, of another one from Hull, though. You know, yeah, two yeah. for one. Bowen and Robertson, great. Slab edge, shy. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Trust Tr- United to pick the shit one. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah.
1: Come
2: right, on. we really we must we let you, you go. Yeah. I'll,
1: I'll, <laughs> yeah. I've tried it on for an hour and 40 minutes or something, yeah.
2: Well, you, know. you're in the middle of
1: your work day um, I was when we started no. talking I'm now at the end of my work day <laughs> uh, I've been pacing around the boardroom for the entire time
2: good man, nice. No, appreciate your time um, and good luck for the rest of the season in terms of your enjoyment of football I hope uh, Liverpool uh, at least give you some sort of uh, pleasure <laughs> sounds but... a bit good <laughs> <laughs> if you find yourself in Master the changing the rooms, room. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, thank you very much for joining us, and uh, we'll be back again next week with Nell. Who yourself? have we got me and, with me? And, 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 yeah, we need to get we need to get uh, another interviewer. <laughs> All right. Oh God, I get stuck so much next test. week. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we'll get we'll get Gary on. Yeah, Happy yeah. days, nice one. Right, <laughs> thank you very much for listening. Better Goodbye, go,
0: lads. Right. Bye.
2: And now I'll be bound. Oh, is it the equalizer? It's one of the funniest things I think I've ever done. And I think only I enjoyed it, but it was, I, I still think about it every week as, as just being the funniest thing. So, me, me Dan, and Ryan went bowling a couple, a few years ago, whatever. Okay. And, um, and the the girl behind the, the desk or whatever was like, oh, Can I take your name? So, it's like, Ryan, Dan. And I went, uh, Clive, like some guys <laughs> called Clive. <laughs> and I know, that's extremely lame, but I really enjoyed it. I- I'm guessing it was really funny at the time. It was, it's really funny to me now. Have oh, okay. <laughs> you ever met someone called Clive?
1: Uh, have a...
2: Like a 30-year-old guy called Clive. It's just funny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny.